people have problems that they need solved. And the fact that those problems aren't solved means that they haven't found a solution yet. And you're sitting over here as an accountant or a person who bakes cakes and whatever it is, a photographer, whatever it is you want to do, a personal trainer. Um, you're over there with this solution to problems. And you're doing a disservice to all these people in the world who could use your help. And when you think, who am I to do this? There's already all these fitfluencers out there. There's all, there are already all these chefs out there who make amazing cakes. Who am I to start getting on there and making cakes? Well, guess what? Like I said, these people have problems that aren't solved yet. They're not following fitfluencers. They're not following any chefs, but they're following you. Welcome to Modern Happiness, where we believe happiness is a choice. Our goal is to share how we and our high-performing guests choose happiness, covering topics such as fitness, mindset, relationships, business, and much more in today's world. Here are your hosts, Matt Mahalik and Taylor Sleaford. What's up, everybody? Matt and Taylor here, and we wanted to remind you as a thank you for listening to our podcast. If you leave a five-star review and a written review... We are giving away a $150 Amazon gift card. So please, again, leave a five-star rating and then review the podcast. So not only can you possibly win $150, but we get a chance to shout you out. And here we go. Taylor's going to give you the shout-out of this week. What's up, everybody? It's still Matt here. And this review comes from It Is What It Is with a heart sign. The title is Trust Me. This person says, everyone needs Taylor and Matt in their lives. Taylor is the friend that everyone wants, and Matt is the ball of energy that everyone wants to be around. They're truly a powerhouse. Listening to them brightens my day. They're wise, funny, and straight up. Modern happiness is a must listen. Thank you so much. It is what it is. And we hope you enjoy this next episode. So, Matt. What's up, Taylor? How are we doing? <laughs> Dude, I have never been better. I'm having just a fantastic March. Never been better. Wow. Well, you know what? It's uh, it's the last one of them. Uh, we're looking at the date. Oh, it looks like it's the best day of the year. Yeah. How about that? It's incredible. Tomorrow, April Fool's. Let's go. It's birthday month. You got any uh, tricks up your sleeve? You well, big April Fool's guy? Well, why would I tell you? <laughs> well, I know you wouldn't, but <laughs> I was... I was working on reading you. Uh, honestly, I haven't thought of anything. But that, that's I, what I read. I haven't even I'm, thought about it. Yeah, I'm more of like a on the off the cuff kind of guy. Are you now? Yeah, especially with like Halloween costumes. I like that pressure. Yeah, except then you wear the same costume years in a row. Is that the kind of pressure we're talking about? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, when I wore a costume during COVID and no one saw it, it's fair to wear. Oh wait, that didn't happen. I mean, uh, that, that could happen this year, but the year before. I had a whole new group of friends this year. So, yeah, I repeated. You like, had friends this year. Is that? That's way more accurate. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. actually had friends this year. Perfect. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Modern Happiness. Today is extra special. They're all very special, but today I am going to interview the man, the myth, the legend, Matthew Mahalik. What's up? And we're going to talk about personal branding. This is what he does. My favorite. This is what he loves. He was up all night last night just dreaming about this moment. And we're going to have an over-under whether we can uh, keep this under three hours. Let us know in the comments what you think. The, the juices were flowing last night in bed. It wasn't uh, staying up late. Wait, what was, are we talking about now? Oh, right. Let me be more accurate with my language. The, the brain juices were flowing. Oh, okay, okay. Um, also, you know, <laughs> then I might have, you know, whatever. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but... Uh, yeah, I wasn't up late because I was nervous. I was up late because I was excited. Mm. 
I was so super pumped to talk about this. Nervous, nervousness and excitement is the same thing. It's the same thing. You know, I love to say that. That's a good point. Yeah. You sent me a message and guys were like, what should we talk about in the podcast? And we threw some ideas around and Taylor was like, how about I interview you about branding? And I'm like, oh yes, please. Been waiting this whole time. So let's dive in guys. All right. Here's the deal. Um, We're going to talk about personal branding. Matt's going to break it down. I'm going to interview him. And so to start off with Matt. What is a personal brand? How would you define that? Yeah. So, I mean, just brand in general. People have, I think, most people have the wrong idea of what a brand is. A lot of people think it's the colors and the logo and your typeface and all that visual stuff. Um, but really, a brand is a lot deeper than that. Uh, Marty Neumeier is a famous brand expert. Um, he says it's people's gut feeling about your product, service, or company. And what he means by that, and to go a little bit further into that is, you know, let's take me as an example, um, as a brand. What I do is I'm a business coach for personal trainers. I hope everyone knows that right off the bat. But also, what is everyone's feeling about me when they see me on Instagram? Hopefully it's like, man, this dude's got a lot of energy. He's funny. Um, He's also very smart. He seems like a leader, those kinds of things. So you're embedding uh, those feelings that when somebody goes, when somebody hears, at Matthew.Allen, they will think of those things. Not, um, yes, I have a logo. Yes, I use the color orange a lot, but that's not what I want them to think about first. Maybe one day they'll kind of see that brand recognition and that's kind of like, when you think of Apple, that's what you think of when you think of Apple. You think of the Apple with the bite in it, right? And maybe like some white colors and, um, and we could list all the brands, right? And eventually, yeah, it'd be great to have my logo. People see that, but then what do they think about when they see that? That's the brand. Yeah. So when you see Apple, you think, um, think different, right? That's their slogan. You think about Steve Jobs. You think about um, <laughs> gamers might dispute me on this, but you think about uh, the best computer out there, right? So that's what a brand really is, is when people, and if we're going to say personal brand, uh, when people f- hear your name, they should have a gut feeling about you. Yeah, I love that you said feeling. It's so much more than just a thought, right? You think about like, you know, Patagonia or the North Face. It like, you know, people people buy certain brands. People will pay more money for that or Nike or Apple because of like the way it makes them feel. Mm -hmm. And I know you've talked about this before, right? Um, Even just a logo, it could be the same t-shirt, but it's like, it's about the type of person you want to be. And that's why your personal brand can matter. Yeah, spot on. I mean, it, it, it says something about you. And like a lot of people, if, you know, I took the stitching off a Patagonia jacket and was like, all right, you got two jackets. This one is $200 and it's got the Patagonia logo on it. And this one is $100. And I took the logo off, same jacket. People would pay the extra $100 to have that Patagonia uh, logo on there. And, and that's what it can do. If you build a brand for, you know, as a company or at, for yourself and what we're going to talk about as a personal brand, that's what that can do. You're associating yourself with like, hey, look at me. I love it. Okay, so it is 2021. Um, I'm sure we'll dive into technology a little bit and how you know branding has changed over the years and your in your personal brand. But I'm curious, um, who should worry about building a personal brand, and why? Everyone should have a personal brand. It doesn't matter who you are, and why should they do that? Uh, I think it's kind of obvious, you know, if you think of someone like me or you, it's, we are our company, right? So it, that would make sense. People are like, yeah, of course you should, you should have a personal brand, but I want to kind of break that mold and say why someone 
with a nine to five job should have a personal brand. And everything I say is going to relate to everyone else, right? But I just think that's kind of the, you know, people click this podcast off. Shut up, Matt. I don't need a personal brand. I have a nine to five. None of that matters. But here's the thing. And here's why you should have a personal brand. People need problems solved. People have problems everywhere. I don't care who you are. In one way or another, you could be Elon Musk, right? Elon Musk probably actually has more problems than than most of us. But everyone needs a problem solved. And you, no matter who you are, have a skill to offer that person. So I could take myself, uh, you know, five years ago as an example. And when I was an engineer, I wish I knew this at the time um, because everyone has a everyone has a resume and they're kind of garbage. But imagine if you, we could use LinkedIn, we could use Instagram. It doesn't matter what your platform is, but maybe LinkedIn would make more sense for a nine to five person. But imagine if you, okay, so use me as the engineer example. Imagine if I'm at my job and I'm on LinkedIn or yeah, I'll stick with LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn and, and you know, maybe once a week and maybe I get better at it. So I do it more often, but once a week I'm like, and by the way, I was, I was a civil engineer. So I was in construction and every week I'm like, Hey, you know, as long as this is legal and all that stuff, obviously, you know, make sure if you're going to follow these instructions that everything you're doing is legal and you can put stuff out there on the internet. But if I was showing up at my project and again, in construction, I'm like, all right, here's the problem. Uh, we got some drywall going up and this pipe is in the way of connecting to the ceiling and we have tile that's going up, uh, you know, on the top of the ceiling, blah, 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 like all this stuff. And you know, X, Y, Z, this problem's not working. It's like, this is what I'm working on this week. Here's my problem. Then a week later, I'm like, all right, here's the solution we did. And what's cool about that is that on LinkedIn, you know, I'm following or people following me from other construction companies, other engineering firms, right? And they're seeing me and they're like, whoa, this, this guy Matt is like, you know, maybe I'm not, you know, if I was 25 years old, right? I'm not the smartest person on the job, but I'm putting myself out there showing like, hey, here's how I'm solving these problems. And you know, what's actually cool about that is that People love to, you know, spit their knowledge. So maybe those people from other companies are like, oh, we've had this problem, try this. And not only are you getting ideas, but then now you're interacting with people. And you're also showing like, okay, a week later, you're like, all right, here's how we solve the problem. And these people from other companies are seeing that. And even people in your own company are seeing that. And they're like, wow, I love like, you know, it's just getting your face out in front of more people. Like even internally, they go, wow, look at Matt, you know, solving these problems where maybe my we'll call CEO or whatever, maybe the high level project engineer, um, project manager isn't seeing me on a day-to-day level, but they could be seeing me on, on LinkedIn or Instagram or something. And, and imagine that resume. So now maybe a year later and you're not getting what you want from your company. You want to grow and that space isn't available, but a year later, you've been doing this for a year. And now when you go to, or for me, right, if I go to the next engineering company, they don't even need a resume. They're like, dude, we've seen you on LinkedIn posting all this cool stuff. And like, like, hell yeah, you're the easy hire, right? I mean, this is making sense. That seems so obvious to me that like you would have a leg up on everyone if, if you were doing that. And you know, part of that is not just showing what you're doing at work, but also like showing who you are, showing your personality and people seeing me and I, you know, you, you can't really do this on LinkedIn, but if we went to Instagram, if I was on Instagram as the engineer and was like, you know, joking around with the contractors and joking around with my boss and, you know, whatever, all this stuff and messing with the intern a little bit. Those people will also see that and they'll see my personality and they'll be like, this dude's not only like smart and he's putting stuff out there, um, but he's also seems really fun to work with. So that's hard to get in just like maybe an hour interview process and you're trying to be all professional, right? But people can see this on social media and, and that's what's building a brand, right? That gut feeling, that person goes, I've seen Matt on LinkedIn or Instagram or whatever. And I love 
I just like love him. He's putting himself out there. He's clearly learning. He's doing awesome stuff and he's just funny or whatever that is. Right. I love it. Okay. So let's, uh, let's get more specific and accurate. You know how much I love to do that. Yeah. So we're already going this direction, you know, thinking back 20, 20 plus years ago, branding was, um, likely more and correct me if, if you disagree more about a logo or signage or, you know, your storefront, things like that. And now, um, we're kind of going more the direction of technology and social media and LinkedIn and that sort of thing. And what's interesting is what you're talking about is it's, it's, it's partly networking, right? And now we can do that, you know, anywhere in the world. Right. Whereas, um, you know, it's funny, you talk about that, uh, that concept of being an engineer and I used to be a college training and conditioning coach. And still to this day, a lot of people are becoming more aware. Actually, one of the, the head coaches that I worked for at Clemson, when I was there, he did not have an Instagram account. This was summer 2018. When I left, he got one. Um, and it's really just a network, but he still doesn't really use it. Um, and that field is very interesting. It's very much about who, you know, like most industries, it's all about who, you know, not necessarily what, you know. Um, and now strength and conditioning coaches who move around year by year, um, are starting to get on social media because they can post what they're doing. They can, they can get in front of a camera and talk. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh wow, I respect this guy. This guy knows it's not just like the school that he works for. So you're like, Oh, does he know what he's doing? And that sort of thing. Um, so let's, let's talk, a, let's talk a little more specific about, okay. When you talk about personal branding, you know, what are the ways we're going to talk about or that you coach people to build their personal brand? What what avenues or platforms? Uh, yeah, I mean, I do a lot of this stuff through Instagram, but ultimately it's where's your ideal client. That's kind of what I was alluding to. If I was the engineer, you know, maybe I'd rather be on LinkedIn because that's where all these professionals or that's where my, you know, the bosses would be that I'm trying to impress. Um, if you're, I don't know, if you're a strength coach and you're like, I want to help high schoolers, um, you know, get a scholarship and I want to, you know, help them get stronger and faster and all that stuff. You probably want to be on TikTok, because that's where all the high schoolers are. So pick one social media, right? I mean, that's your audience is so big there. So pick one social media and just crush it and know where your audience is. Awesome. So it's interesting because we're kind of breaking this down into a couple different people, right? So why build a personal brand? You said everyone needs one, mm -hmm. right? So it, it, it seems to make more sense if you're an entrepreneur, if you own your own business, um, if you're a fitness coach trying to get clients. Um, and as you alluded to, maybe a little less obvious if you have a nine to five or are working for a company. However, at the end of the day, um, this can help you in one way or another, right? And so it could be networking. It could be meeting more people. It could be future opportunities. It could be future jobs. But like you've said before, what do you want to be known for? Right. Mm -hmm. And, th and that's what this is an opportunity to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I can give more examples, but it's like, if, if you're an accountant, right, you could work for a big company or maybe you work for yourself. But if you're on there, you know, once a week, just being like, Hey guys, tax season's coming up, right? That's true. Tax day is in April. I think maybe, I don't know who the hell knows. I got to get on that by the way. Um, but if you're an accountant, you could be on Instagram like, Hey guys, tax season's coming up. Here's three things you should know like about filing your taxes or here's three ways you can save money. As a matter of fact, I saw that on TikTok. One guy was specifically talking to entrepreneurs and he's like, if you work out of your home, uh, you can actually file. I'm not going to say this right, but like you can file your rent, your, your home, right? Where you work out of your home, you can file that as office space and actually deduct tax from your rent money and get money back from the government. 
And I'm like, that's fucking amazing. That's so cool. What a great tip. So things like that where it's like if I want an accountant, well, now who's top of mind? That dude, right? And maybe he works for this big accounting firm. Maybe he has his own business, but it's like I don't care. I'm going to that guy because he's already given me an awesome tip. And, and to kind of switch gears a bit, um, because you kind of referenced this, um, what do you want to be known for? Well, if it's not accounting, if you hate accounting and you're like, <laughs> kind of like where we were, right? Or, I mean, uh, a lot more me as like, I didn't want to be an engineer and I, I was trying to pursue this passion of <laughs> something else, which has evolved into this business coaching. But, um, if I was still that engineer, you know, and fitness was my passion, being a personal trainer, well, that's a great opportunity to, after work, I go to the gym and I start posting, you know, my workouts and, uh, I start giving workout tips and things like that. So it's a lot of what we talk about, like finding your passion and purpose. It's like, just go do it. You don't know where it's going to lead to. So, you know, building your personal brand doesn't have to deal with like what your nine to, if we're sticking with the nine to five example, like if you're like, man, I love being a chef. I just want to you know, bake cakes all day. It's like, go home and start showing people how to bake cakes and start showing how amazing your cakes are. And like, just start, start easy once a week. Um, and it should be fun, right? Because that's something you enjoy doing. And then slowly but surely you're gaining followers. People are loving this and people are like, yo, can you make a cake for my wedding? And you're like, oh my God, well, yeah, $2,000 for a cake. And you're like, oh my God, I'm making money off of this. Holy shit. Like, I don't have to be an accountant forever. I can actually, this cake thing's starting to take off. And so, I mean, that's why I think it's so important because, uh, truthfully, I don't, I, I know I might get some backlash for this, but I don't think everyone loves their nine to five job. Like if they had a, if they had a choice, you have the question, right? If you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? Stand up comedy. Would you do something like that? Would you like, what is it that you would do? And I, I actually referenced that today because my roommate laughs at everything. <laughs> And then I just found out I'm not actually funny. She just laughs at everything. So. Yeah, it's great to have those people around. Yeah. Big confidence boost. I don't need more of those people. I actually am funny. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm so humble, too. By I, the way. I don't know if you knew that. Is that... <laughs> I heard a quote today. Uh, how humble I am is one of my top 100 favorite things about me. I thought of you, actually. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Oh, thanks. Uh, okay, I love what you said about the accountant example. Because as an entrepreneur, I have an accountant. Mm -hmm. And I just got a reference. And I don't know anything about this stuff. And if I followed someone on social media and they had good tips, and then what's cool is I feel like I get to know the person. Like in today's world, through technology, through Instagram, through social media, you can build a relationship, which is, which is a cool way to build your personal brand without, it's not like, again, referencing back 20 years ago, where it's like just people see a logo or a product or whatever it is. Um, and that's what's so great. You know, and it, it's interesting too, because, you know, I, I know you coach a lot of people on this. I have a couple of people that I mentor who want to be online coaches and they're like, oh, how do I, how do you get your first client? How do you get? And I'm like, you just got to tell people what you're up to. Mm. You got to, you know, and, and that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned. And, you know, so I love your example too. Then talking about if you want to bake cakes or like whatever the thing is, and this ties into imposter syndrome, which mm. you and I talk about a lot of who am I to do this? And it's like, well, just start telling people that you can do this. And that's the first step. And that's part of building your personal brand, right? Is actually letting people know that you do this thing. Yeah. I want to address imposter syndrome. Here's the problem. If you're feeling like, who am I to do this? Or like, um, that, that's kind of what I call it. I call it the who am I dilemma. But here's the thing. Here's what I started this podcast with. People have problems that they need solved. And the fact that those problems aren't solved means that they haven't found a solution yet. And you're sitting over here as an account or a person who bakes cakes and 
whatever it is, a photographer, whatever it is you want to do, personal trainer, um, you're over there with this solution to problems. And you're doing a disservice to all these people in the world who could use your help. And when you think, who am I to do this? There's already all these fitfluencers out there. There's all, there are already all these chefs out there who make amazing cakes. Who am I to start getting on there and making cakes? Well, guess what? Like I said, these people have problems that aren't solved yet. They're not following fitfluencers. They're not following any chefs, but they're following you. And when you start getting on there and going, check out these amazing cakes that I make, that person goes, holy shit. My wedding's, you know, six months from now. I need a cake and oh my God, like Max from high school makes cakes. I love, I love Max in high school. And just a big, nice circle where people purchase things from people they know, like, and trust. So when you're building your personal brand, that's why you don't just bake cake, bake cake, bake cake. You show your life and you show like, hey, I have kids or like I go snowboarding and all this stuff and people start to relate to you. Like yesterday, I posted a video of me like licking a chocolate <laughs> egg very sexually. It was a little weird. I was like, should I post this? A like, little weird? Uh, for me, it was a little weird. For everyone else, probably very weird. Very uncomfortable. Uncomfortable? Okay, cool. Well, how many times did you watch it? At least seven. At least seven. Well, there you go. That's what's up. Um, but the fact is like, there's two camps, right? People are either going to love that or they're going to hate that and be like, this guy's fucking weirdo. I'm unfollowing right now. Or people are going to be like, Matt is hilarious. Like, who would you want to work with as a, as a business coach? This person who's all vanilla and like mm, proper, um, or someone who's like funny and doing sexual egg licking chocolate, it's chocolate egg. Um, you know, so showing your personality is a huge part of this. And then people start to like me. People start to know me and they know I'm a little weird and funny and um, that develops trust. And ultimately you buy from people, from brands that you trust, right? Like, I don't know, what was your last purchase, Taylor? It's a great question. Went to the grocery store. Mm, like kind of more like a, I don't know, clothes, um, pair of shoes. Okay, yeah, pair of, I actually just bought some new running shoes. Hoka. Okay. Why? They're on the way. Who? Who? Uh, Hoka? Hoka. Hoka? Hoka. One, uh, one. Uh, a couple of, one of my friends, she uh, has done an Ironman triathlon. She ran in the half Ironman. She ran in those. And our boy, Nick Bear, owns BPN, Bear Performance Nutrition. This oh, is, man, this is am I just lofting this You're up for you? It's like a softball. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've gotten more into running. So I'm like, next step, get some legit running shoes. Yeah. So you go, all right, what running shoes should I get? You ask a friend who you trust and know and like, and you follow Nick Bear, who just ran a sub three hour marathon. Yep. So you trust his opinion on running shoes because he's a badass runner. Right, so you know and like him, you trust him. You've already liked him from stuff. I know you have his uh, green and reds over there, staying on top of your fridge. Yeah. So you already like him. So you're like, what running shoe am I gonna get? It's pretty obvious at that point. I'm gonna get the one that he uses. Dude, it's so funny you say this. I was, uh, I got on YouTube earlier to do some work. YouTube. YouTube. Is that like a? It's like red tube. <laughs> okay. You jizz. And I was just putting some music on, and then a post Malone video popped up. And right before he starts playing, he cracks the Bud Light. And I don't, mm -hmm. I just, I don't know what the deal is. I know he's done some Bud Light shows. I don't know if he has a sponsorship, but like, I never, I mean, there's occasions for a Bud Light, right? But that's not like my go-to. But immediately, I'm like, man, how many people are like going to the store to get Bud Lights? Because Post Malone drinks Bud Lights, or it's Coors Bud Lights on the shelf, and you're like Bud Light, because yeah, Post, Posty, I love Post Malone, you know? and yeah, I'm gonna chug beers just like him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, go ahead. I love it. So, I mean, it's basically you know, business 101, right, is 
to get your product out there, people have to know you. They have to trust you. They have to like you. And if you start with your personal brand, so th this is what's interesting about imposter syndrome, just touching on what you're talking about, is so many people are afraid to get started. And it's like, well, this is how you can get started. Because if, if you are a nutrition coach or, you know, you're, you're selling a product, cakes or like whatever it is, there's a million people out there doing it. However, if you build your personal brand, like you teach, they're going to come to you. Yeah, you know what's funny about this? I think people are afraid of getting ripped on or made fun of mm. for doing this stuff. And guess what, guys? You're not special enough to be made fun of. People make fun of yeah. you know, Kim Kardashian or Joe, people who be on Joe Rogan or whoever famous person and rip on them because whatever. But like, you're not that famous. You don't have haters yet. The day I get a hater, I'm going to be so pumped about it. I want someone to rip on my, on my you know, post or something. Um, but what's going to happen is that people are going to support you and have your back and be like, holy shit, I didn't know you bake cakes. Oh my God, this is amazing. Like you're killing it. Keep it up. You're going to get all the support when you start doing it. Like I, I haven't heard of anyone not getting that kind of support, uh, when they first start out. And it's even like, you know, when I post, when I made my post about my divorce, people are like, I would never do that. I'm like, why? Because you know what happened is that I got so much love and support from that. It made me feel so good. I'm like I'm going to start posting more about all the shit that's gone wrong in my life because I'm just going to get more love and that makes me feel good and more likes and <laughs> get that dopamine hit. But, you know, ultimately, when you start putting yourself out there, people are following you because they already like you, right? Otherwise, they would have unfollowed you or they'd already be dropping hate comments. So the more vulnerable you, vulnerable you get, uh, actually, the more powerful it becomes. And by you, and this is actually an important part of this too, where you can actually mitigate your fear by telling people, Hey guys, I love baking and I'm going to start showing some more baking on my Instagram because I just love it so much. I want to share my passion with you guys, uh, blah, blah, blah. And you just put yourself out there and let them know, Hey, I'm on this journey. I don't know how to make good videos. I don't know how to take good photos, uh, but I know how to make cakes and I'm just going to start sharing that with you guys. Uh, and then once you do that, you set the frame for people like, okay, cool. Can't wait to watch. Not, not, and then if you just like are the opposite of, I think what people think where it's like, I'm just going to put that cake post out there and then everyone's going to be over there. Like, why the hell is he showing cakes now? It's like, let's just, I mean, communication is like the whole, whole podcast on communication, but just tell, you said it, tell people what you're up to. Hey guys, I'm going to start showing cakes and I hope you enjoy it. Absolutely. I love it. Okay. So another, uh, a question. So we've talked about kind of two camps, right? Like You've got your side hustle or your own business or some something that you're trying to sell. That's one group, one camp to start your own personal brand. And then there's like, you know, maybe you work for a corporation or a business or a company. Um, and we've talked about there's benefits, right? No matter where you are. What do you say to the people who are resistant? Because I know there are those people. They're resistant to using social media, to putting in the effort. They don't have the time or they don't see the payoff or... Um, they don't care about Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is. Like what, what would your response to them be? Um, I would say this is going to make you happy. And I know it's a bold statement, but what are you after? You said it. What do you want to be known for? If you're an accountant and you just want to be the best fucking accountant, then this is your opportunity to get in front of millions of people and potentially start your own business and do it your way instead of, working for your CEO's dream, you could build this amazing accountant company all on your own. If it's not accounting, and we'll just keep using the baking example, well, that's what makes you happy. So you want to keep being an accountant and then do bake cakes like, you know, every Sunday? Or do you want to make that your life's work? 
And this is where you can start doing that. There's never been a time in history where we can get in front of so many people. And all you need is, you know what, if you sell, you get 100 customers to buy a $2,000 cake. I don't know what weddings cake, you think I'd know what a wedding cake costs from, we actually did cookies and cupcakes and stuff. So, but like, I don't know, if a wedding cake is two grand, you get 100 customers at $2,000, that's $200,000, right? From just fucking doing something you love. How sick would that be? How happy would that make you? And if you're listening, just put whatever that is for you in. And if you don't know it, you can go back and listen to our Finding Your Purpose podcast. Um, yeah, so ultimately it's like, why not? Why not try, right? Yeah. Because the, the payoff is there. And, you know, you brought up a good point that maybe we should have led with this, but like, why? What do, what do you want to do? And it's the first thing that comes to mind. So why would you build your personal brand? Uh, so you can do what you love and make more money. Mm-hmm. Is I, I imagine that and maybe have more free time. Is that why most people come and work with you? Yes. Is that kind of cover? So I actually talked about this on my story yesterday where it's like, as far as marketing on Instagram, like... Oh, well, everyone probably already watched your story, so we can move on. Yeah, I know 200 people probably watch my story, according to the stats. Sorry. Um, and we have the all 50 listeners, so it's all to make sure everyone... Um, but, you know, yeah, what what I promote on Instagram is like, yeah, you you want to, you know, personal trainers, they want to change people's lives. Um, sure. That's why they get into it. But really, what do they really want? They want to make more money. They want to have more time. They want to finally take a vacation because I know what it's like to be a personal trainer and have no time, no money to take a vacation, even if you did have the time. Right. So that's what I sell. Uh, I sell these personal trainers. I'm going to have you, I'm going to help you get more time and make more money. And yes, I'll help you be a better coach. Yeah. And that's like the elephant in the room, right? People are, there's this weird relation with money and it's like, people are afraid to want that. Mm. They're like, oh no, I just want to help people. And it's like, no, because what's, what's the quote you always say? When good people make good money, they can do great things. Yeah. So if you go back to this cake example, right? If you love making cakes and you want to do that, well, if you build your personal brand, you can, you can one, get more people because that's, that's the biggest thing that I, it's like so many people spend time working on a website or all this stuff and they just expect, they actually think too much of themselves as if people are just going to come to you. Mm. And it's like, no, you have to tell them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. So with personal trainers and it could, that's where I'm at, but kind of with everyone, it's like, I just had a conversation with some guy in the DMS and, uh, I was like, Hey man, I sent him a post about like, you know, writing better copy, which is your captions. Um, and, and getting online a bit more. And, uh, and I'm like, Hey, did you get a chance to read this? He's like, yeah, I, I read it. It was awesome. But like, I just haven't had time to do that. I'm like, then what, what are you doing? Because this is going to help you get customers and make more money. So how is this not a priority for you to get on Instagram? Because you told me, you know, aside from not being, not being good at writing captions, uh, you also told me that you're struggling and not making a lot of money, you know, two grand a month. So it's like, I'm, I'm telling you, um, this is how you can do it. And so I think part of this too is, um, again, if we relate, relate it to personal trainers, this is my example. I'm like, you know that working out twice, working out once a week is not going to really get your, your goals, right? So why do you think posting once is going to get your goals? Or, you know, I've been posting consistently for three months, but it's not really working, so I'm going to stop. It's like, really? Would you work out for three months and then stop? Or would you do it every every day or five days a week, but it's a lifelong thing. This is your business. Yeah. We're talking I love about. that you gave that example. I actually have a quote pulled up by James clear. The best exercise for gaining strength is not missing workouts. You know, 
move things around, talk about the, the best thing for growing your business is being consistent. So ultimately, you know, building your person around one, it can get you more customers. So you can make more money. You can do what you love. You can help more people. Two, then you can leverage that to then charge more money. So, you know, you've talked about this. Like, do you really want a thousand customers at, you know, $50 a month? Or would you rather have 50 clients paying top dollar? Because then you can focus on them, you can help them better, and you can have more free time, like you talked about. Yeah. Um, I got a great quote from Seth Godin, great marketer. And he says, I'm looking this up, guys. When you're the cheapest, you're not promising change. You're promising the same, but cheaper. Mm. And, and yeah, spot on. I mean, not to go down this whole personal training route, but you know, cool. You want to charge 150 bucks a month for monthly programming and you want to make a hundred grand. How many clients is that? 80? Can you even handle 80 clients? Like, okay, I don't want to go down that road. That's a whole different conversation. But what I do want to talk about is, um, going back to being consistent and sticking with a niche. So, Whatever you're thinking of doing, you know, I keep using the cake example because it's like, you love cakes, do that. Yeah. Do the cake thing. Don't switch. Don't confuse your, you, you build distrust if you're switching and doing other things. And the first step I always tell people is like, so, okay. So before you, okay. Uh, Cause I think we're going to dive into this. Okay. I kind of have one last question, which mm -hmm. is, I think going to lead into this, but okay. I think we've sold people on, you should build a personal brand Hope so. and, and we talked about wherever you're at, right? And you can start small. So really how I want to like wrap things up, and I know this may take some time is, you know, do you, how do you get started? Do you have, okay, these five steps, three steps, 10 steps, you know, where would someone start? Start, And then what are the things? And so I imagine talking about your niche is, is going to fall in that. Okay. So if we were going to start and you know, what, let's say you have an idea, you have a thing that you want. Again, if you don't really know what it is, go to our, you know, purpose podcast and listen to that and, and try and figure out it's really just about trying shit or, or sign up for my program. Or sign up, yeah. I'll help you figure it out. Hire Taylor. And yeah. And then you hire me and then we will yeah. fucking explode and this shit. You can hop on a rocket ship. We'll take over the world. Ultimately I would sit down and just how I started this podcast. People have a, everyone has a problem that they need solved. How can, whatever your skill is, how can you help people solve that problem? And even if like, you know, this could potentially sound silly, but even if you want to be a stand-up comedian, well, then people's problem is that, you know, they're maybe unhappy or they want to laugh. So how, how I, w I would have you sit down and go, what's your skill? What do you want to get really good at? Or what do you want to like make money off of? Or what's your passion? And start journaling. What problem can I solve? And how can I solve that problem? And then I would brain dump everything I know about solving that problem. Right. So I work a lot with, um, with my clients on kind of their, their three pillars of their content, what I call it. And I won't dive too deep down that, but essentially it's like, yes. Okay. People want sexier bodies. Okay, cool. How do you help them do that? Uh, well, it's a workout routine. It's nutrition. It's getting better sleep. It's water. It's all this stuff. It's like, okay, cool. Sexy bodies, people getting sexy bodies. That is your pillar. And you can talk about this in a million different ways cool. We're going to talk about your exercise routine and, you know, building strength so you can have sex with your body, but we're always relating it back to the sexy body, right? So the reason why I'm saying this is that I want you to like journal on this and just brain dump everything you can help with. And then there are your posts. Just talk about it. And if you want to learn how to write better copy, follow me and read a bunch of my posts, right? I talk about it all the time.
But essentially what you're doing is you are making yourself the obvious solution to people's problems, right? And so just leading that into um, niching down, right? And that's kind of where I was going. So switching gears just a tad, but it's very important to have a niche and to understand who that person is and what they want. People think I'm a personal trainer. I can help everyone. Well, guess what? If I gave you everyone, all 7.4 billion people in the world, we could tack that down to just English speaking people, whatever that is, millions and millions of people. You can't fucking help millions of people, right? So you, you can't help everyone. So why not just get very specific and understand these people's pain points and talk about that and talk about how you are the solution to those pain points, right? So sticking to a niche and just saying shit over and over and over and being, I talk about this a lot, repeat and be memorable, repeat and be memorable. There's a rule to marketing. It's called the rule of seven. Honestly, it's probably more like 20 because we're so inundated with ads and all this other stuff. Uh, you probably need it. But the rule of seven typically says people need to see something seven times before they make a purchase. And, you know, let's just not even talk about making a purchase, but just to even think of you as the person, you know, to solve their problems, um, you need to repeat stuff over and over. So that's why I go back to these pillars where it's like, you know, what should I talk about? It's like, well, what, what problem are you solving for people? And just repeat that over and over. And you start to build that trust and you start to, what I said before, that know, like, and trust, you start to build those things and people start to understand like, oh, Matt is a business coach for personal trainers. And, and I'll tell you one thing too, just because you niche down and pick a specific group doesn't mean you're stuck to that group, right? I've helped other people, you know, um, shout out to Rachel on our last podcast or whatever, two podcasts ago, um, speech therapists, right? I've helped photographers. I help so many other people. So you're never stuck to that niche. So like, don't worry about that. But the point is that like, when you repeat yourself over and over, people start to understand like, oh, like fine. Like, you know, the seventh time you say something, if I talk about niching down, niching down, niching down, finally someone goes, okay, I get it. I need to niche down. And you know what? I actually, I'm nervous. I don't know how to do it. I need some help. Fine. I'm finally hiring Matt. I feel like I kind of went all over the place there. I got you. I got yeah. you. I was just <laughs> waiting for a break. Okay. Yeah. So step one, figure out what are you really good at? What do you love? And then what problem do you solve? Mm -hmm. Right? So, um, you love baking. You, you want to, what problem do you solve? You bake cakes. Ah, time out. Or, so great example. You just bake a million cakes for anyone and everyone. You stopped me early. Yeah. Wedding, wedding cakes. Yes. So, so, so be the wedding cake person. <clears throat> right. If that's what you love, right? Be the, be the five to 10 year old birthday cake person. You know, you're making SpongeBob and Thomas the train engine. And like, that's what you do. And people are like, then you're so obviously the solution. And, and so when I say this, you want to be top mind awareness. I talk about top mind awareness a lot where if you do this well, are we getting off topic a bit? No, you're good. Okay. If you do this well, I, this is my favorite example, right? We'll stick with Thomas the train engine or, you know, children's birthday cakes. If you do this so well, person A follows you, right? And sees your cakes all the time. Person B does not follow you, right? And person A and B, whatever, go to the gym together. And they're at the gym and they're like, oh, my son's like sixth birthday is coming up. And right, this is person B talking who doesn't follow you. My son's birthday is coming up and um, I, I would love to get him like a, like a really epic cake. He, he, you know, he loves SpongeBob. Um, it'd be so great to get him an awesome cake. And I just haven't really found anyone like, you know, to get it from. Person A who follows you goes, bam, in two seconds, top of my awareness, 
you're their first thought. They go, oh my God, I follow Cindy and she makes children's birthdays cake. You should go reach out to her. And so that's why it's so important to repeat, be memorable, pick a niche and understand that like, keep doing this, keep doing this over so and over. Let's break this down a little bit because this is great. I imagine, cause I was once there. What a lot of people might be thinking now is okay, cool, Matt, but like, how do I get started? And so what I mean by that is this, I look at is this is kind of the what, and I feel like we could definitely dive deeper and people that you coach still need help with these steps, right? What do you want? What problem do you solve? How do we niche down? Right. That's, that's kind of the what, and a lot of people have at least an idea of the thing they do, the thing they want to do. And I imagine what's stopping people. The big obstacle is paralysis by analysis. They're like, okay, cool. Yeah. But like, what about I've never posted on Instagram or like, do I go to my story or should it be a long post? How do I take photos? Like, so let's talk through more like the, how the, like actually taking action. What are, what are some simple steps that you recommend for people and how, how often do they need to post? Like what frequency, like what's that progression look like? Ooh. Um, okay. If I were starting out, which I did once upon a time, um, start small like anything is the reference I give to my clients. If you have a client who's, you know, 300 plus pounds and eats McDonald's every day, you don't strip away McDonald's and go, we're going keto. He's never, he, she, whatever. That client's never going to follow that diet. They're going to, they're going to be craving McDonald's. They're going to be, you have to slowly wean them off. So same idea. If you never post, let's start with once a week. And if that's too much, once a month or once every two weeks. Right. And honestly, I don't give a shit what you post. Obviously make it about, you know, stick with the cake, post a cake, but make it so easy for yourself that you cannot fail. Mm. Right. So all you're going to do is make a cake, take a picture of it and explain what you did. Hey, I made this cake. Um, it's, you know, Thomas train engine and, uh, it's vanilla, blah, 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 whatever. Cool. That's great. Don't even put a caption. I don't care. Just yeah. post once, just do something. But I want you to pick something that you can easily do. It's kind of like you talk about tiny habits. It's like, make it so easy you can't fail. Did I just say that out loud? Yeah. Okay. I thought so. <laughs> there's a lot Yeah, going on there's another brain. quote that comes to mind is, perfect is the enemy of complete. So mm. I love that you say that because, you know, what you guys got to realize, like, and, and Matt coaches me. I, I hire him. He's helped me with launches. He's helped with me with social media. And there are layers to this shit, mm -hmm. right? There's a lot of deep layers. So don't get overwhelmed. It's just about starting. And so many people just stop. And it, you know, it's like you said, like just post one, one post a week, start there. You know, you have this, uh, happy Friday challenge that you try to get people in where it's get on your story every Friday and just, you know, cause so many people, when it comes to maybe they good at, they get okay with at a post and writing some stuff. And then all of a sudden when the camera's on them, they're like freeze, they don't know what to do, but that's how people get to know you. That's how a relationship is built. Mm -hmm. And you have this really cool thing where it's like happy Friday on Friday. You get on your story and you say, what's up guys? Happy Friday. Mm -hmm. And that's literally all you have to say. Mm -hmm. um, but again, people start worrying too much what other people think and that, and that sort of thing. So I think this is really cool where it's just start and don't worry about being perfect. Mm -hmm. But by starting, then tomorrow will be a little better. Next week will be a little better and so on and so forth. And then once you start to get a hang of thing and you want more, you can come hire somebody like Matt. You can't have your 50th without your first. And that's anything in life. The first time you, Taylor, did a back squat, it was probably super ugly. I just posted that today. It was 600 pounds. I showed him. I was three and a half. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. You must be in the Guinness Book of World Records. 
Uh, but my post today, which was of me deadlifting for like maybe first, second, third time, whatever. Um, it's terrible. My back's a little rounded and, and you can tell it's a little wobbly. Um, but then I, I should have made this the caption. Jesus, I really blew it. Um, <laughs> but uh, you swipe right and you see the next post and be deadlifting 400 pounds. And it, it's great form. And, um, and that's the point. Like that was my what? Thousandth deadlift at that point or whatever. And this is anything in life. Think about you as the listener. What is something you're really good at? Remember your first one. Right? All this shit. I think you said this in one of your posts. Like at some point, Elon Musk learned to walk just yeah. like the rest of us. He said his first words just like the rest of us. Michael Jordan learned to tie his shoes. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and his first basketball shot Loop, was probably garbage. Loop, soup, and pull. <laughs> nice. Big Daddy reference. I love it. Um, yeah, I love this. So, you know, something you said earlier, re- repeat and be memorable, and I think this is worth mentioning, um, is also just think about, like, what do you want to – we talked about it. What do you want to be known for? So it's like uh, – I know you've mentioned this before in conversations we've had, but, like, that's part of it too is, you know, think about what are you posting? What is your purpose? So if you're going to post about business or your cakes or whatever, you know, have some consistency. Obviously it's good to post about your life, but all of a sudden don't start talking about like, uh, this dog walking business you have Mm -hmm. and all these other things, right? Like keep it on topic Mm -hmm. so that you repeat and be memorable, your top of mind awareness. And that's really just where you got to get started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I had a really good thought and I lost it, but yeah, that's what it is. Like, just be consistently one thing so you can build that trust. You build distrust when it's like, um, you know, here's my birthday cake. Also, like, uh, you know, I'm a photographer. And, yeah, I have this dog walking business. And it's like, what does Matt do? I'm kind of confused. And it's like you don't want to build that trust. You just want to be like, I make cakes. 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 I make. I was going to wait for you to stop me, but I didn't know if you were going to. Um <laughs> But but th- that's the point, right? And you are all gonna leave this podcast thinking about cakes, because I've said it so many yeah. damn times. Now I want cake, and that and that's kind of that's kind of the idea. Repeat and be memorable. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so um, you know, kind of wrapping up. Any final thoughts? Um, what we really covered here? Why you should? If we kind of recap, why you should start a personal brand? Mm-hmm. Oh, you want me to respond? Y- yeah, to that? just anything. <laughs> Do you got another hour? No, <laughs> um, why you start a personal brand? Yeah, because um, it's gonna it's gonna accelerate anything you want in life. Again, if it's if you're already doing what you want to do, show more of it. You know, like I said with the engineering example, like that's a better resume than a piece of paper. So that can accelerate. If if you're not doing the thing you love, um, this is an amazing way to start and like to start making money from it. And it doesn't have to be making money from it, but like you will get a ton of joy just by showing people your passion and people responding, being like, holy cow, that's a beautiful cake. And you're like, oh yeah, I, I thought I was good at this, you know? So why should people start a personal brand? Excuse me, brand? Um, it's just, I think it's the easiest way to like see if these thoughts, I'm going to stick with pretending that people aren't doing what they love. This is the easiest way to figure out if you really love this thing and if you can really make it a thing. And guess what? It's not going to happen tomorrow. It might not even happen in a year. But little by little becomes a lot. And if you just make these small steps super easy for yourself and get started somehow that um, potentially this thing that you love so much could turn into something. Yeah, I love that. I mean, what do you have to lose? The barrier to entry is yeah. so low. It's not like you have to go to grad school yeah. to post on social media. Right. Um, awesome. So any, any last tips for you know someone listening today? They're sold. They want to start it. What, what's the one thing they should go do tomorrow? Follow me. Boom. <laughs> uh, 
um, yeah, make the first post. Close your eyes, take a deep breath, and just post it. And guess what? You're not going to die. And if, you know, I, don't even worry about getting on your story if we're talking about Instagram, mm -hmm. right? Don't worry about getting your face in front of the camera. That can be later. Like, I didn't start there. You know, I made a few posts. And uh, I remember when I was a personal trainer, walking around the turf over and over, being like, what do I talk about today? I know, like, I want to get on my story. I know that's what people do to build mm. their brand. Like, I, I don't know what to talk about. And then, this is what I wanted to say earlier. Talk about the problem you just had. So this is what I tell, you know, my clients. It's like, what did your last client ask you in the gym? What was their question? Why are we doing sets of three? Why do we three, do three by 10 when we did three by eight last week? Right? Talk about that. Or if you're building, making the cake, you know, what's step one to baking a cake? Like, I don't fucking know. Eggs, flour, sugar, butter. Is that it? And frosting. And like, I don't know. Like, list that out and be like, hey, why do you keep a cake? Why is a cake baked at 350 and not 400? I don't know. Like, any of these questions where you're like, may seem so obvious to you, you could easily talk about any of that. <clears throat> you know, just be, I think, like, having that awareness to be like, whatever it is um, that you want to talk about. Again, if it's accounting, baking a cake, it's like, when you do something, write that down. And be like, that could be an entry level point for someone to start to learn from you. Um, this doesn't have to be that hard. It's again with the personal trainers. It's like, I use this cause I, so I teach and cause I was one, but you know so much that you forget the simplest things people don't know. Like just walking a little bit more could actually help you lose weight and you don't have to do anything else with your lifestyle except getting in an extra thousand steps in the day, right? That simple little thing that you kind of forgot could be so important to someone. And that's all it could be. You could take a picture of yourself, of your feet on the sidewalk and post that and then write, did you know getting a, one extra walk a day could help you lose some weight, right? So make it so simple, so easy. Yeah. And as you're talking and, and you've taught me this is be yourself. You mm -hmm. talked about it earlier. You're the high energy guy. It's so funny because, you know, we're good friends and we'll be somewhere and then someone meets you and you're like, they're like, yeah, Matt's just like he is on camera. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. And same for me, like I, you know, I am, I would say more reserved, right? And, and so I show that, you know, I, I do have energy sometimes, but I think so many people, part of what stops them is they're trying to be somebody else. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And life isn't fun like that. Right. I, I you know, when we started this podcast, I'm like, I'm love, I'm loving it right now because every day I could just, I'm a little more unapologetic myself, licking that chocolate egg, super weird, but like. I don't care. This is who I am. And I like, can't unsee that. You know, my, my family one time, I think it was the first time, like uh, maybe first, second time, whatever, that I like said the F word on one of my posts. I think it was in writing on my post in the caption. And my mom, dad, brother were like, you should not do that. And I'm like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> no. But I was like. I used it three times uh, in the next post. Well, no. So I use the F word like with intention. I'm not yeah. just like, fuck this, fuck that, all, all this stuff. You know, use it with intention to emphasize, emphasize a point. And if somebody is like, I'm not going to work with this guy because he said the F word. Well, good. I don't want to work with you because I say the F word when I talk. Yeah. Like, you've heard in this podcast already. Like, I do that. And, and that, those are the people I want to work with. And it's so much more fun to me, like, from my example to, <clears throat> you know, as a, as a business coach, having these Zoom calls, to have Zoom calls with people who are like me, who are a little weird, who are okay with me saying the F word and being goofy and like using funny examples and whatever, just like being myself on the Zoom calls. Because if all of a sudden I had to put a tie on and be like, okay, here's what we're going to talk about today, I would be miserable. Might as well go be an engineer again. Like that would be no fun for me. So 
be yourself because life is just better that way. And you're going to, and people can sniff the bullshit. If you are not, you know, for me, if I was, you know, put my hair up in a bun and put my tie on and was like, okay, guys, like people could see that. They can feel it. And they may not even know it consciously, but subconsciously you're like, this, something seems off. So the more, yeah, the more, it's not easy. And I will say that like, this has taken me a while. Um, you you got to do kind of a lot of inner work and be okay with yourself and just understand that like, yeah, this is, I, I actually have this tweet kind of prepped where it's like, you know, old people, you're like, old people are fucking crazy. No, they're not crazy. They just realize that they don't give a shit what other people think about them. They've realized that at this old, old age that they, they just want to do what they want to do and be themselves. And if you don't like that, who the fuck cares? Like they're happy. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I had that realization and I was like, that is so good. And I'm like, I think I'm just, you know, I got a baby face, but I'm just, you know, that old person. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm just going to do whatever I want. If you, you don't got like that, it. That crazy grandpa or uncle who just says whatever. Yeah. Like, I can't wait till that day. That's literally me. Remember uh, up in Jackson when I was complimented about my forearms? <laughs> I remember. Yes. We, we don't need to go there. We don't need to tell that story. DM me if you want to hear that story. Um, awesome, Matt. This has been great. This is super helpful. Um, any last thoughts? And then, you know, what's the best place for people to find you? Because I'm going to tell you guys right now, if you want to get better at this, literally follow him. He lays it out for you. If you, if you follow everything that he says on the post, you will become an expert at this. Yeah, here's what I'll leave you with, and this is maybe more high level. Um, but give all your information away. People don't pay for information. There's Google. People can find out whatever they want. People pay for the implementation and support. So if you want to make this a living, give away everything because people are going to love you for that. And they're going to be like, wow, this person, it shows your expertise. And you should have no fear of, like, oh, this person's not going to hire me because I'm just going to give away all my stuff. It's like, no, guess what? I give away all my stuff and personal trainers still don't do it. I was on a sales call with a girl and she's like, she said this. She's like, I'm afraid like if I give all this stuff away, they're not going to want to hire me. And I'm like, hey, I give all my stuff away. How is your business doing? And she's like, mm, yeah, not good. I'm like, exactly. So you're, you're paying me for my implementation support accountability, right? If you're teaching people how to bake a cake. No one's sitting there learning how to fucking bake a cake. I know that took you years to do, right? People, people don't want to learn how to bake a cake and make Thomas the train engine out of sugar or whatever, right? They will pay you to do it, right? So give away all your information. Have fun with it. Have fun. That's what I want to finish with. Fun is the point. Fun is the point. Have fun. And yeah, I, I would say if you want to post, close your eyes and just post it. If you want to get on your story, do not rewatch what you just said. Close your eyes and post it because you're always going to hate it. You're, you're your own worst critic. And a week from now, nobody's going to remember. No one's going to remember that first one. But by the time you're doing the 50th, people are going to be like, holy cow, this person is amazing at what they're doing. Awesome. Where, uh, where can we find you? People know where to find me. Matthew.Allen with a Y and two L's on Instagram. It's basically the place that I show up. And yeah, we say this all the time, but like DM me, ask questions. I will send you a video response or an audio, uh, yeah, audio response back. Like I'm more than happy, like I said, to give away everything um, and help you out because I want happiness for you. I want you to succeed. So let me know. I'll hook you up. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. Get on to it, guys. Go make a post tomorrow. Start yeah. that personal brand. Hell yeah. I almost don't want to go. This is so much fun. But I love you guys. I love you, Taylor. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Yep. See you later. Peace.